1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat.
0: Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it.
1: Happy motherfucking fright. No, wait a Don't. minute. <clears throat> Can I just be- uh. take two? Happy motherfucking Thursday!
0: Welcome to another episode of After 9, last one of the month, and one of the final ones of Season 6, because Season 7 begins right after Labor Day. Uh, We have a lot to get to in this episode, as we always do, and we are knocking on the door of a long weekend. I believe Dave Blizzard is going to join us on this episode, but it's weird because I haven't heard from him in a few days. And the last I saw, he was on a boat in Toronto.
1: So I hope he's still stuck on the boat. Um, He could be in Rochester
0: at this point. We don't know.
1: Um, He was on vacation. Yeah, this past week. So I was was curious to find out what's happening, but he's obviously enjoying himself very much, perhaps, if he um, is unreachable.
0: Dave's uh when Dave parties it's next level but he doesn't do it very often so I can't imagine this is a case of I'm too hungover to press connect or something like that but if he comes on that'll be great and we will talk to him in this episode of after nine if not well fuck him then I I can't I'm not his dad I I can't tell him to be on time for work or anything I'm kidding I am his dad uh, the
1: secret's out
0: the secret's out Dave is my little boy
1: my boy that's my boy (laughs) (laughs) uh
0: first off canada day we celebrate our great country Mm -hmm. if you are one of those people that's traveling to ottawa to exercise your democratic right of peaceful protest then please keep in mind your democratic right is for peaceful protest please don't fuck around Just go, make your point, celebrate Canada a little bit. Doesn't have to be all doom and gloom and uh, be on your way. And I'm sure the people of Ottawa would appreciate that as well. Uh, There's a couple of changes that got announced. We'll get to those coming up. But first, we have a game of know the show (laughs) on this episode of After 9. That is standing by. Yep. And I want to talk about this weird medical condition because I just learned about it today. Oh, and Dr. Peter Uni. Later on today, on this episode of After 9. Uh, a man has been diagnosed, cat with whistling scrotum syndrome.
1: Um. Okay.
0: First off, I think, I don't, I'm not too far out on a limb here. Everybody understands what the scrotum is, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Everyone knows a scrotum. Who doesn't know a scrot?
0: I don't know. I mean, sometimes when you call it by its proper name, people get confused.
1: Yeah, or people don't realize that is the proper name. And they think, oh, is that the real medical term for that? Sprotum, that's. I thought f- it was ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> no, not ball or nut sack. No, it's not. It's, uh, it's not your bag of fun. It's not uh, any of those.
0: Although it can be fun. <laughs> you and know, it can whistle. Well, see, I didn't know it could until today either. But here's the deal. A 72-year-old man recently became patient zero, the very first one to be diagnosed with whistling scrotum syndrome Mm. documented in the American journal of case reports. Here's how it happened. He showed up in the emergency room after he noticed a whistling sound coming from his package. Imagine that you think you're fucking crazy, right? Like is my dick whistling? No, that can't be because it's never happened before. Is
1: that a whistle dick? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: so he goes to the er as any reasonable person would because that's not supposed to happen hey uh nurse i think my pecker's whistling could you take a look well turns out this guy had suffered from chronic swelling below the belt he'd had surgery a few months earlier to deal with that that sucks the incision didn't heal completely leaving a very small open wound In his scrotum. Mm -hmm. That was the only place the air could escape. He also had so much air built up inside him. His lungs had partially collapsed and he could barely breathe.
1: Imagine that. You can't suck anything in,
0: but your balls are breathing out. (gasps) It's
1: weird. It's so weird. And it doesn't sound good, like in any way.
0: Well, if it can keep a tune, then it would be, (laughs) you know, In any case, they inserted a bunch of tubes to drain the air from this guy's body. They basically had to deflate him a little bit. Uh, Apparently, that improved his condition greatly. But sadly, he kept having issues with air building up down there. This has been going on for two years. They eventually had to remove his nuts because it's whistling oh, so much.
1: Oh, no. Well, like the yeah, whole I mean, the whole kit and caboodle? Like the whole package there?
0: No, no, no. The dick's still there. They just pulled out the well, balls. Like, uh,
1: yeah, no, yeah. But he'd like, yeah, even that. That's like, oh, they neutered him.
0: They basically neutered him. But they had to because there was no other way to get the air out. And oh. if you think about it, maybe you've got like a, a floaty of some sort for when you go and visit people's pools. It's hard to get all the air out of there. You got to like stomp it out and drag your feet <laughs> along and uh, until all the air is gone. <laughs> and I don't think that was an option with a person. And you can't have a whistle dick going on all the time because that's distracting. What if you're trying to? uh, What if you're in church and all of a sudden your pecker starts whistling at people? You don't want that. It's it's not appropriate. Same with the office. If you're in a board meeting or something and your your unit is just whistling away,
1: what is that? It's. It sounds like it's coming from your dick. What is that?
0: Guys, is is it just me or does somebody hear a whistling sound? Is. is, Uh, Is the window closed? Oh, the window's closed. All right, all right. Everyone pull down your pants and let's find out where the whistling is coming from. That's what it would have been like.
1: Oh, man, I kind of feel bad for this guy. Was he planning to have children, sorry? Or is this like, is he past that point? Or I'm kind of feeling bad for this guy. He he had to have his nuts removed. He's 72. Okay, well, then he's past that point, isn't he? Yeah, he He doesn't need that anymore. But, okay, if
0: you have air built up in you or I have air built up in me, there's various mechanisms to release the air. You could burp it out. You could fart it out. You could do any number of things.
1: Well, you're suggesting he like squeezed his bag every now and again? Like, like just if you just give it a amount. little
0: squeeze, it'll just whoosh, oh. put the air back up where it's supposed to be. I think it's beautiful. The process beautiful. of getting the air out. <laughs> oh, yummy. We got a number of people with uh, comments. About the podcast that I want to get to. Yeah. First off, a number of people, way more than I expected, have pointed out that today is Mike Tyson's birthday.
1: Yes. And uh, we'd like to st- actually, we're in, in the beginning-ish stage of the podcast. So let me just clarify that we are thrilled to wish Mike Tyson a very happy, Easy. Uh, a very happy date of birth. Mm-hmm uh we know it's going to be a great day because everything about that man is great two
0: testicles and not a lot of air in that man he is a specimen that we should all admire
1: just basically perfect
0: he's basically airless
1: uh another bunch of dms i got thank you for these you know my millennials came to play yesterday on dm light as a feather stiff as a board what is that light as a feather Stiff as a board. It was a game I was talking about, and I could not remember what you had to say as you lifted them with your finger. And I got like 17 DMs yesterday from people saying, light as a feather, stiff as a board. I'm like, yeah, you played too. That's great. Hmm.
0: Okay. Uh, some people wanted to find out, guys, whatever happened with Dr. Peter Yuni?
1: He's gone now, right? Is he officially gone? Oh,
0: Kat, I'd love to be able to tell you, but unfortunately, we didn't have cameras follow the fucker to the airport.
1: So we're not 100%. What you're saying is it's not confirmed that he's gone.
0: I'd love to tell you he's gone, and God willing, he is. But there's a chance that he's still here, ready to, like, pop out from behind the bushes and and start dropping his famous lines. We need to change our attitudes. (laughs) Peter Uni, the senior... Government lockdown enthusiast was leaving Ontario because, well, I don't know. Did they just pay him more money at Oxford or was he just sick of of getting shit on here? Or what was the deal? I don't even know why he exactly left. This seems like a great place for a professional that does whatever it is that Peter Uni does. I still haven't figured it out myself, but he might be happy to hear this. It was announced yesterday, Kat. Ottawa is keeping the current public health measures for travelers in place until the end of September. Did you hear that, Peter? The end of September. We need to stop moaning. Oh, I'm not moaning. No, 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 no. In fact, uh, until at least the end of September, we will continue to use the wildly popular Arrive Can app. Oh, And uh, all of the people coming in will have their quarantine requirements and they must be fully vaccinated to come here and all that sort of shit. But then, like a, a phoenix rising out of the ashes, yesterday, in comes NACI again, the National Advisory Committee on Immunizations. Now, they say, By the fall, all Canadians should have access to more boosters regardless of how many doses you've already received in the past really
1: nasty. Wait a minute. There's no like, there's no like, hey, I, I just came yesterday for a booster. Can you reboost me? Yeah. A super boosty boosty up, please? I think they're thinking just fucking fill people's <laughs> arms as much as you can
0: jam in there. Just <laughs> just keep doing it. And if you get people that that keep showing up day after day and they just want to keep boost, 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 then just keep fucking giving them needles because we got millions of these things that we got to get rid of.
1: It's like a mushroom in Super Mario Brothers. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give me more. I'll take another, please.
0: That's what they should have had as a sound effect that came with the needle. You can just power up. You need to stop (laughs) moaning. Uh, The National Advisory Committee on Immunization is calling for the provinces to prepare for a possible spike in case counts when the weather starts to cool again. Oh, bold prediction. Mm. They're recommending everyone from 12 to 64, but especially those who may be at an increased risk of severe illness from the virus, to get another booster. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, all right, Nassie. I mean, I still don't know what the hell you guys do or hopefully you're not getting any uh, taxpayer money for your salary. But I think Nassie should have been disbanded years ago. But here they are. They're still here and they're still throwing out great advice. Like no matter the number of boosters you'd previously received, go out and get another booster. So if you're on shot number five, which I believe some people are, wait till September and then you can go ahead and get number six. Does that come with any travel perks? Like, because you're extra boosted, you can, like, not wear a mask on a plane or something yeah. stupid like that? I think
1: it's a 6-1, uh, maybe it's the 7th one. You get 6, and then you get a free Slurpee at 7-Eleven. I think that's how that works.
0: Well, they're free on uh, 7-Eleven anyway, so they would probably <laughs> do something else. Like, I don't know, you get, like, an autographed picture of Justin Trudeau and Melanie Jolie together or something <laughs> like that. Anyway, we'll figure out a good incentive for you, everyone. But either way, Dr. Uni, as of today... This is the last possible day that he could be here trying to shut down your lives and ruin it and take away everything you
1: own. Okay, good, 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 good,
0: Peter Uni. We need to change our attitudes. What's the problem with going back to 25% capacity in a restaurant? Life will continue. I'm going to miss that fucker. I'm going to miss that guy just sneaking out there every now and again with his wild, crazy modeling and his projections that say tens of thousands of people are going to die. Safe travels and Godspeed to you, Peter Uni. You have yourself a fantastic trip to wherever you're going. And please take your time. There's no need to come back and visit. We can just talk on Zoom because I know you're a huge fan of that, too. Oh, the provincial gas is going down Uh, tomorrow, Cat. An Mm -hmm. 11 cent decrease to the price of gas.
1: That's good. I mean, I say like, that's good news, but I mean, it's still not great, but I'll take an 11 cent decrease. That's great. That'll, that'll help. That'll be helpful, especially as we head into a long weekend when people will maybe do things because of this. I don't know if they're going to change their plans necessarily, but it's a little helpful.
0: Should be down to about one939 9. you yeah. You're going to need that if you've traveled recently, because it's a lot of trips back and forth to the airport to try and figure out where your suitcase is. This is the latest thing. Have you been to? Uh, have you been watching all these people that that their bag is at Pearson but they can't find it?
1: It isn't. I've seen so many horrific stories from Pearson. There's like, thousands it's of them. Unbelievable. Between that and people just sleeping on floors, and it's a it's a gong show. So what's happening with Air Canada? <laughs> what exactly? For those who haven't heard about Air Canada, who's decided to just basically like a bunch of flights out this summer, right? Because it's become so bad.
0: Well, I think they're trying to prove a point because they're the only airline that did it. And I, as far as I know, they get quite a bit of government support in, in the situation that they find themselves in. So I think they're trying to play ball to keep the money coming in. But Air Canada has put out a dramatic reduction in their daily flights. The theory being less flights means less flights that are canceled or delayed. Mm. And and they had to do something because this just came out yesterday. New numbers on travel, uh, 54% of domestic flights, think about that, more than half of domestic flights to the six major Canadian airports were delayed or canceled last week. 38% of the flights were delayed, 16% were canceled altogether into Calgary, Montreal, Toronto Pearson, Billy Bishop Toronto, Ottawa, and Halifax. 54%. I mean, that's pretty good. I I think that's great that Air Canada is going to cut some flights because it'll bring down the average. For example, if uh, uh, you only got, uh, uh, I don't know, one shot at bat, but you never took that at bat, well, technically you can't say you struck out. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's what that's kind of part part of what it is, isn't it? That's what the Air Canada is yeah. doing.
0: Less flights I mean, means less chance of canceled flights.
1: And they, I mean, part of the announcement yesterday of that was at least a bit of an. I don't know if it was necessarily an apology. Was it? It was more of an, uh, a confirmation. They are well aware there's shit going down. So here's what we're gonna do. Okay. Uh, Fine. But like you said, it's so true. Now there's like a 50% chance, or there's going to be 50% of people complaining instead of the 100% that's complaining right now. It seems to be that way anyway.
0: It's remarkable how many people have landed recently. Uh, Just last night, I saw a person interviewed on the news. They went to Phoenix for two days. Okay. They got there, the bags never arrived. When they were ready to come back, the bag finally arrived in Phoenix. So they had to pay to check the bag to come back to Canada, even though they couldn't use it when they were in Phoenix because it didn't arrive until they were leaving. Oh,
1: come on.
0: Then they got back to Pearson and lost the goddamn thing again. Are you kidding me? No. Oh. But they didn't lose it. And this is the nuance of the whole thing. It's not really lost. It's here somewhere. This is we got to find it. Yeah. If you go into the arrivals hall at Pearson right now, there are three thousands and thousands of suitcases just sitting there and and you can basically if you've flown recently and don't can't find your bag you can go into the arrivals hall and start wandering through the maze of luggage to try and find one that looks like yours it's chaos unbelievable i've never seen anything like it and and this is happening in 2022 in a G7 country we can't even get baggage from a to b we weren't that good at it before COVID. Apparently now the whole thing has fallen off the rails
1: and it's a hot mess. Staff shortage is still a big portion of the problem, right? It's a big problem. They're not yeah. going to admit it, but I know there's, and I know there's shortages everywhere. There's labor shortages here and there and everywhere. It's really hard to apparently find people, which is interesting because apparently it's hard to find jobs, but there's plenty of them out there. I guess people are just a little particular because that's what I keep hearing. Oh, I With, want a job, but I
0: don't want to move oh, I luggage. Don't do that.
1: I do feel for the people who are working right now at Pearson. Imagine going in there every day. Imagine you did work at Arrivals. Anywhere. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Anywhere in that airport, I feel for you. I really do. You know what I'm hoping, though?
0: Whatever it takes. I don't care if they need to have a one-to-one ratio of Air Canada staff to Peter uni. You make sure his fucking bag makes it with him over there to the UK because there's nothing that we want him back here for. We need to stop moaning. When he gets on the plane, somebody roll his luggage right up there and set it beside him so there's no excuses. Nope, you're here. Your luggage is here. Stay here. That'd be great. And as far as the rest of us are concerned, I get that they're a little embarrassed that this is happening, but nobody's really doing anything about it. Cutting flights? is a step backwards, not a step forwards. Why would we cut flights just because we've done so poorly now? Why don't we fix the root cause? I don't know if they're even thinking about that other than, well, we just got to spend some money and hire some more people. I don't know if that's going to take it. It seems like we've got a real systemic issue happening here at the airport in that we can't seem to get a bag from an airplane to a little truck trolley thingy Mm -hmm. to the conveyor belt. How did all those bags end up just laying on the floor there in the arrivals hall? I don't get it, but there's thousands of them. And there's a lot of people that are rightfully so pissed off. Where's my stuff? Air Canada. And it can't just be them either. I'm sure some of those are WestJet flights and flare flights and this, that, and the other thing. There has to be Mm -hmm. other flights in there. But uh, yeah, it's just a real gong show. Tomorrow, we're going to celebrate Canada Day where we can't even manage the basics of moving people from a to b it's a mess cat it really is hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th Do you want to tell people the big news Uh, We're going to do a little know the show on this episode of After 9. This is a game we play on the radio where we pre-ask each other a whole bunch of different questions. And then you have to guess how we answered. And if you know anything about the show, we try and give away as many clues about our personality as we can. Well, we're going to do another podcast edition. We tried to do this last week. We got three questions in and completely (laughs) sidetracked.
1: Well, it's, I would love it to be quiz style, but uh, Dave can't join us right now because I'd love to find out if Dave would have been able to figure this out for you. So instead, I'm just going to ask you, it's would you rather. I mean, we've all done the would you rather thing before, right? So this is basically it. Scott, you want to do this?
0: Yep, I'm ready. Would
1: you rather drive through 20 roundabouts to get to wherever you're going or have to drive through 20 speed bumps? to get through wherever it is you're going.
0: Okay, so I'm one of those people who believes that speed bumps are something created by Satan. They're awful. <laughs> They're not particularly effective at slowing down speeds because people have figured out ways to get around them. And people in bigger cars or cars that they don't care about just flow through there anyway. It's really just a an alignment wrecker for the rest of us who mainly follow the rules. So speed bumps are awful. I'm also not a fan of the roundabout, though. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that they keep traffic moving, but even them, when they get busy are a pain in the ass and really hard to navigate, that's a tough one, Kat. I, I'm going to say I'd rather have to go through 20 roundabouts than over all those speed bumps, but that's a real Sophie's choice at this point.
1: Can I help you maybe change your decision? Yeah. Because you know what else you have to think about with roundabouts? What? Other people are fucking dumb. Oh, so, well, this is true, right? Like at least with speed bumps, it's just you, yourself and you, and you just decide your speed and you go through the way you want to go through. You're not worried about someone sideswiping you on a roundabout or pedestrians. You got to watch for those too. There is that. And there's a lot of people that don't understand how to roundabout. You take that risk every single time you go through one.
0: That's very true. Yeah. And I don't have a lot of trust in other people just when it thought. comes to the road. You don't have to
1: change your answer. I'm just saying, give that a thought. Okay. Um, Scott, would you rather have chopsticks for hands or, uh, <laughs> I couldn't get through this one without laughing earlier either. Would you rather have chopsticks for hands or office chair wheels for feet? Because <laughs> I picture you with office chair wheels for feet and it's great.
0: I would just motor around oh, yeah. everywhere. Could you imagine? Have you ever noticed that office furniture is extremely expensive, yet it seems to have the cheapest wheels as uh, possible on the chairs? Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think that would be a very efficient way. I mean, they're like one notch above the wheels on a shopping cart at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I think I'd go with chopstick hands. I could pick up all kinds of stuff. I could smell wood anytime I want. <laughs> when I'm wiping, I could get everything. I, I think that... Uh, I think that the chopstick hands are...
1: Wait a minute. What? When you're wiping, you can get everything? Well, yeah, because you'd have the extra reach, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah? No? No? Okay. I don't know. Nobody
1: touches (laughs) chopstick hands. Do you understand me? How do you wash those?
0: Well, that's a good question, too. You'd have to, like, close your legs and rub it through your thighs. (laughs) That would be the only way to get them clean. (laughs) You'd have to soap up your thighs.
1: (laughs) when you have chopsticks for hands. Well, I mean, if you, you don't know? have hands, yeah, it
0: opposable thumbs are one of the things that separate us from the animals. <laughs> if you've got chopsticks, you got to figure out how to make it work.
1: <laughs> how do you give someone the middle finger when you got chopsticks?
0: <laughs> Hang on, I just flipped him the stick. <laughs>
1: okay. Fuck you. Ah, let's do this one. I'll just give you, Here's I'll give you a Here's my wood finger. More. I'm trying to think of an artist I could insert here to make things more interesting than, than earlier. Um. Uh, okay. I mean, you know what? I'm going to stick with this because I like them. Would you rather have all songs exist? Okay, all the songs you know they exist, but they're all performed by Pitbull.
0: Ah, oh, fuck.
1: Or only one Pitbull song exists, but it's all performed by every artist with their own cover interpretation.
0: So you mean I could hear everything from like I don't know White Snake to Drake. Mm-hmm. singing Pitbull uh, singing a Pitbull song or
1: only one song or only it's got to be like Fireball over and over and over again. Fireball. Some, I'm just saying oh. I, I threw one out there. I, I, whatever your favorite Pitbull. Let's just go with your favorite Pitbull song. But it's yeah, it's you know, you got Celine Dion singing it. You got, you got <laughs> Drake. You got The Weeknd singing it. You got Dove Cameron singing
0: it. Oh. Ah, yeah.
1: Anyway, you, you got to pick one. You got to pick.
0: Okay, or the other choice is I can have every song that I currently love, but it's sung by Pitbull? It's sung by Pitbull. Oh, oh no. <laughs> um,
1: I know, I love this question.
0: <laughs> right now I'm really liking the Lady Gaga song from, from Top Gun Maverick.
1: Yeah, that's not going to sound the same with Pitbull.
0: Hold my hand, Right?
1: <laughs> Mr. 305 says hold my hand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. Why pitbull? Why does it I have to be pitbull?
1: I I don't know. That was a random choice. I like pitbull a
0: lot, and he's such a great guy, and he's a smart businessman. But goddammit, it, does that music get irritating? <laughs> unless it's the right time. Hey, if, if you're in the club at midnight and and it's the shots are going down, then yeah, maybe a great pitbull record is good. I don't know if I want to hear that when I'm driving to work at four thirty in the morning though. Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man. I don't think so. Uh, I
1: get it. I get it. Uh, okay. This actually, I uh, this is a little tough. I think it's a tough one. Maybe it's easy for you. Would you rather become famous for curing a disease or would you rather become famous for stopping a war?
0: Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, would they name the cure after me? Like, well, I, uh, yeah, I oh, think. I, I, think got it. I got something going on. Oh, you should take a Scott Fox. Yeah. <laughs> Did you pop a Scott think, Fox?
1: Yeah. I think if you cure a disease, it can absol- the cure can absolutely be named after you if that changes things. I believe that should be the case. Yes. But what
0: if Pitbull cures a disease?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Take two Pitbull and you'll feel much better. Take two Pitbull at night and two again in the morning.
0: Side effects include turning very douchey. <laughs> I, uh, I will say I would rather, you know what? I feel like someday I am going to prevent a war anyway. I'm just a reasonable person who can work out compromises. So so? I I think at some point I'm going to de-escalate a major international situation. So I would rather cure a disease. Do
1: I get to pick the disease? What What disease would you cure?
0: Ooh. Okay. So that's a great question. I'm glad you asked. I would. Something tells
1: me you wanted to answer that question.
0: I haven't thought that much about it. I mean, all the diseases are horrible, and I'm sure it'd be great to have a cure for all of them. I mean, uh, whoever cures cancer is going to be a worldwide lifetime, forever and ever and ever legend. Mm-hmm.
1: Great. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if I want that kind of status, but maybe I just take like a smaller disease, like uh, <laughs> something that goes away on its own anyway, like foot and mouth disease or something like
1: that. Like an that. STD? Or like an STD, Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that
0: would be helpful.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Oh God. <laughs> I'd like to cure monkeypox. That would be great. Monkeypox!
0: Yeah. Has anybody cured that? No? Uh, no? By the way, why are they making such a big deal out of monkeypox? I don't know. Is it just because they got bored with no COVID stuff to talk about for yes, a while? Yes, I
1: think so. They uh, needed to put more fear in us somehow.
0: I have never talked to a single person. Who's afraid of catching monkey pox? Who's asking me, do you know when the vaccine's going to be out? No, I don't know. And neither should, you shouldn't even care. Why?
1: <laughs> okay, uh, let me, can I just do one more? Because this is fun. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. And this is a really, this is probably the, one of the most messed up questions we've ever done. Scott, would you rather be considered extremely attractive, like beautiful, like, uh, you know, A-list celebrity, Brad Pitt, Chris Hemsworth, handsome, that whole package, but have constant diarrhea. Oh. Or be safe from diarrhea for life. But you're kind of ugly. But you're kind of ugly. But you're kind of ugly. See,
0: (laughs) this is... No, no, this is a totally fair question. Because uh, I've never experienced the attractiveness of like a a Chris Hemsworth or something like that to use your example, but I'm acutely familiar with being a little ugly. So I think I could just carry on with my day and everything would be just fine with no worry about the runs. Now, when you say I would be really good looking, but I'd have like bad diarrhea. Are you talking like any second I might have to run to the toilet?
1: I think so. I think you probably had, let's just, if we have to throw a number out there, let's just say you've got, you have a couple of bad situations a day. And it could happen at any minute.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah, that's inconvenient. It 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 really is
0: inconvenient. I don't know. I mean, I'm not always near a bathroom.
1: Imagine being super sexy. And then people are, let's say, all over you. And then you're like, oh, wait. Just lay right there. Stay there. I got to take a (laughs) shit.
0: Don't move. (laughs) About 25 minutes, you're going to get yours.
1: (laughs) You could cure that. <laughs> you could cure I that. I could cure that. Yes. There. Double famous. <laughs> All right. That's great.
0: Um you've admitted in the past, once, you were a stealer.
1: I did steal something once. I a did. Thief. Yeah, I did. A
0: common criminal. I never did phone crime stoppers. Shit. Okay, I gotta get on that.
1: <laughs> I think the time has expired on that one. It was a long time ago. When you're going to
0: shoplift, and we're not advocating shoplifting by any means, not at all, but if you're going to do it anyway, you start small, right? You start off with like, I don't know, a pack of gum or something at the dollar store or something you can easily conceal and get away with because whether you steal something small or you steal something big, it's still a crime and you could end up with a criminal record. So sure. if you're going to do it, you got to make it worth your while. Mm-hmm. So I, you don't want to get caught. I don't think this guy got the memo. Man in Seattle walked into a supermarket on Monday around nine o'clock, pushing his own cart, went right to the back and loaded 11 cases of beer into the cart, then just pushed it right back out the front door with no attempt to pay for it whatsoever. Oh
1: well then.
0: A security guard tried to stop him. He threatened to pepper spray the guard if they didn't let him go. So the guard backed off and just phoned police. Well, the police showed up, and now you've got somebody who stole 11 cases of beer. That's a big problem down there. That's like $100 worth of value in America.
1: Why 11? Why not like an even 10? Just like, fuck it.
0: I think he tried to fit everything in the cart that he could. Okay. I think the magic number is 11, in case you're wondering. Now we know. So they had to track this guy down, and and they don't want criminals just roaming the street any more than they already are. Oh, shit, look, he's right over there. They walked across the street because the man, after he robbed the supermarket and stole 11 cases of beer, was waiting for the bus.
1: <laughs> well, he it, it, might have been drunk and doing the responsible thing. I,
0: you'd have to be pretty drunk to rob a store and then walk across the street well, and just drive. wait for the bus. It's better
1: than driving.
0: It is better than driving. You're absolutely right. Safety first, cat. So the guy was trying to load his 11 cases of beer onto the bus to make his getaway. And, and maybe you're wondering, is it easier to take each of the 11 cases out of the cart and like stack them on the bus? Or should you just try and get the whole cart on the bus? He tried to get the whole cart on the bus, complete with the big production. You know, for those who are differently abled, how they can lower the bus, he wanted them to lower the bus so he could wheel his cart <laughs> with his are stolen you, beer. Are
1: you supposed to like try to go all the incognito when you do things like that? Not make not real, highlight it. Like, hey, hey, over here, can you lower this bus so I can put my stolen beer on it? Thanks.
0: Seriously, how fucking dumb are you? So dumb. This was, so you, you were smart enough to think, I should rob somewhere. But too dumb to think that waiting for the bus as a getaway is probably not the most efficient way to get away from the scene of a crime. You asshole. You idiot. Somebody stole an air conditioner. You know what an air conditioner looks like. You probably got one on the side of your house. Weighs hundreds of pounds. They're heavy, right? They are. Actually, they stole three of them. A couple in Michigan went shopping at an unnamed store and put three air conditioning units in their cart. They wheeled them over to the self-checkout, scanned a Reese's peanut butter cup, (laughs) And attempted to leave without paying for the three air conditioning units that they bought. They loaded the AC units into their vehicle and
1: drove away. Oh, my God. Holy shit.
0: I, get, I think that people think that as long as you scan something, no one's going to no look at you suspiciously. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw the checkout. They put their card in, whatever. They thought by buying a $1 chocolate bar, they could get three air conditioning <laughs> units.
1: The person working there is like, well, I heard a beep. You definitely paid for that. Good, good. The beep happened.
0: Here's the problem. Here's how police caught up to these assholes. They left two things behind at the self-checkout. Okay. One of them, their ID. <laughs> he left his fucking you driver's idiot. license at the self-checkout. You're
1: so dumb.
0: As he stole three air conditioning units.
1: You're so dumb.
0: Actually, the ID was in a purse. They set the purse down to load the air conditioning units back into the cart. They also left behind their crack pipe. Which is what led to the other series of charges. Oh, you. Wow. Like, they're getting dumber, oh right? Gosh. Like, these aren't people that are getting smarter. God. We're not evolving in any way. No. They're just getting dumber.
1: This is, why the, this is why the aliens just need to come and just do what they're going to do, because this is insane.
0: We had a great question on our show today. Give away a lot of free stuff. We gave away the Scott Fox Beaten and Bougie oh. Kit today. Yeah,
1: that's, oh, and the know the show that we just did with Scott. That's how somebody won it. And your that package was great, Hey, eh? Golf, you got sunglasses, Ray-Bans, uh, you got, and sunscreen. It said in brackets because you love the smell of Hawaiian Tropic.
0: I do love the Obsessed smell of Hawaiian Tropic. Yeah, yeah. Hawaiian Tropic's good. I, was, I think that's why I like pina coladas, too.
1: Makes sense. Just don't, don't mix them up, okay?
0: <laughs> There's been a few times where I thought, oh, fuck. What did I just drink? <laughs> well, we've all been in that uh, predicament. Don't judge. Don't judge. Right. One of the questions that came up today, though, on our show was 65% of millennials and Gen Z believe this needs to be taught. Laundry. 65% of millennials and Gen Zs believe that there should be a portion of the curriculum dedicated to teaching young people how to do laundry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm not opposed to continuing on our education and learning other things, uh, particularly things that are a little outside the box, maybe you don't know or don't need to know how to, I don't know. Uh, figure out the congruent angles on a triangle. But maybe you do need to know how to do laundry. Chances are you'll need to do laundry at some point in your life. So I'm not opposed to them teaching it. My question is, how is it that Gen Z and millennials will YouTube anything under the sun right down to how do I get this bag of milk open? They'll Google that. But it never occurred to them to Google how to do the laundry. I'm sure you can get experts like Martha Stewart and people like that that will yeah. actually teach you online how to do laundry. Why is this such a foreign concept to so many people? It's a machine that once you add soap,
1: it adds water and cleans your shit. Yeah. It's not a hard device to use. It's not. And that's why I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to disagree with those people who think it should be taught. I, I'm going to disagree. I don't think that laundry is that complicated. It's not complicated. So why would, you know, let's make room for other things that maybe are more complicated or that people truly don't understand. For me, I mean, we've talked about this before. If you could, I would blow the whole thing up and I would start fresh. That's me in terms of the school system and what we teach our children and what we don't. I would love to see something along the home ec line of, yeah, a, a standard. You have to take this course. It is very home ec like, but maybe it's, I mean, it's inside the home. It's outside the home. Uh, how to change a tire in an emergency situation could be one of them. Budgeting and finances is another thing. I mean, there could be a full-fledged all through school. You learn something every single year and hopefully it sticks. I just don't think laundry is one of those things. It's really, really hard to fuck laundry up. You have to be really stupid. You really do.
0: Do you sort your colors?
1: Um, so what I do is I do colors with darks and then whites and lights. That's it. I don't do three piles. I do two. And guess what? Everything's fine. I don't even sort it. I just throw <laughs> as much shit in the machine as it'll fit. But what if you have like a brand new white shirt though? You don't mix that in with something like a, like a red shirt you might have, might have. I don't even sort it. Don't e- even sort it. Everything goes in the machine.
0: Everything. All at once. I've put in everything and i don't have See, any color bleed everything
1: looks fine it's fine I, I you're just
0: making more work for yourself if you're taking the time to sort uh, that into three or four different piles some
1: people have baskets for it and then if they're if the basket's not full, then well i guess i can't run this because i don't have enough whites just fuck we it. need to stop
0: it, moaning
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs> no i actually agree with you on this one for sure it's not it's not complicated you could people fuck it up all the time and some you know what every now and again you do lose a shirt You lose a shirt or shorts or you fuck something up. You accidentally put something in the dryer. You shrunk it. You learn, right? You learn and you move on. Nobody gets hurt. Nobody gets hurt. It's fine. Oh, except for the one thing you should learn is how to properly clean out your washing machine, the actual washing machine, and also the dryer. Yeah, you know, you mentioned that you're supposed to clean out the washing machine. Where Where, you haven't where done is that? that device? There's a little, there's going to be a little trapdoor door majiggy. It's probably going to be at the bottom left or bottom right of your washing machine. It's just going to be like this, like a rectangle. And then you can pop that open. Just make sure there's a towel under it. Water's going to dr- come out right away. So that's why I said that when you when you uh, turn the nozzle, it'll tell you which way to turn it. You're going to find all kinds of shit in there. There's toothpicks or whatever's in your pocket, like all kinds of shit. Just maybe hair and clumps of God knows what. Maybe you, that's where my vape went. It, your vape might be in that pipe. <laughs> I would probably look into that. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, laundry is, is what they want to be taught. I, I thought of all the things they might want to be taught, laundry was the number one. At what age did you have to start doing your own laundry? Because I remember I was pretty young, and it wasn't a very thorough uh, lesson that mom gave me. She's like, all right, here, two piles, yep. stick it in here, Put your uh, yeah. uh, push that button, and boom. Then you're going to stick it in the dryer. Then you're going to fold it and put it back in your dresser. Like, that was the extent mm-hmm. of the lesson that I got. I, I don't know what it is they think they're going to learn. It, it's not like the cure for cancer is somewhere in a washing machine. This is not complex here, everybody. It's
1: not. I was 11. I was 11 years old, and I got laundry detergent for my birthday really that funny that's uh, a hilarious. Joke. I mean it was a joke haha ha, very funny but yeah that was the rule in my house growing up was you turn 11 my brother and sister turned 11 before me you do your laundry
0: did they and, say the tide is turning
1: well huh, uh, maybe that's something my dad would put on a card um, but the I think one of the reasons why looking back now puberty
0: puberty you know
1: you clean up your own goddamn mess <laughs> clean up your own shit you know what I mean clean that stuff up yourself and learning early, I think, is good. I'll probably do that with my kids, honestly. Hmm.
0: I like that. For their birthday, give them laundry detergent. That's yeah. hilarious. There you go. That's a dick thing to do, I mean, but I love it. mean, something else,
1: too. It's not just laundry detergent. Here's, well, here's there's a, any that fabric that softener
0: and all sorts of shit, right?
1: <laughs> One of those balls that you throw in there, too. I don't even know what that does, but you're, there you go.
0: And when you're not doing laundry, the dog can play with it. <laughs> uh, we're into summertime now. We're heading into the first long weekend of summer. And... There's a list of summer etiquette rules that's been published by UHN, and and I want to go over these just so that everybody is on the same page and you're not being an asshole for the summer. So number one, take off your sunglasses when you're greeting someone. They say that's kind of upper level etiquette, so don't worry about it too much, but it's weird to never see someone's eyes. So you should always try and take off your sunglasses when you meet somebody.
1: Okay, I'm trying to think if I meet someone for the first time or like you see someone every day. No,
0: like when you meet, if you get introduced to somebody, you should take okay. off your sunglasses. Okay,
1: I, I agree with that. I agree with that specifically. Can I just say though, sometimes like I wear my sunglasses in stores. And someone's checking me out at the checkout, for example, I, I keep my sunglasses on. I just don't give a fuck. Like I, <laughs>
0: Mine are so finely tuned, so well polarized that I don't even realize they're on sometimes. Yeah. Like, I, I swear I've probably driven to work in the morning with sunglasses on just because it's a habit. I get in the car, throw my shades on and go. I, uh, I don't think I, I ever take off my sunglasses to meet somebody. I've taken off my hat when I met somebody, but not sunglasses. That's a weird one. But OK, now I know. Don't show up to a fine dining restaurant in flip-flops.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's if, don't be an asshole.
0: But if you're out and you want to go to a nice restaurant and you're going to be spending money anyway, no, what does it no, care no. about you, what you're wearing? N-
1: n- because you do judge what you wear where you're going to go based on what you're in. If you're spur of the moment, hey guys, let's go for let's go for dinner. Yeah. You look down and you're like if if you look down and you think I'm in I'm in attire to go to that fancy Italian restaurant. Great. Chances are you're not. Hmm. So probably
0: don't. Can we agree on what fine dining is, though? Like, if you go to Earl's, you're not at fine dining. You know, like,
1: fuck. I think flip-flops are mandatory there.
0: Oh, can I go to the keg with flip-flops on? It's not fine dining. You can. You can totally go to the keg like that.
1: Some places will kick you out, though, if you're not wearing the proper attire. They'll tell you.
0: They say, don't
1: set up right
0: next to someone else at the beach. If there's room, spread out. And don't block someone else's view of the water by setting up right in front of them either.
1: Yes, and yes. And also, can I add to that, beach etiquette? When you're done, when you're finished for the day at the beach, and you know you go to do that dance where you shake your towel out and put it in your bag, also make sure nobody is anywhere near you when you do that. Let me do number three.
0: When you leave the beach, don't shake out your sandy towel right next to someone. Pay attention to which way the wind is blowing. I'm
1: glad. Yeah, don't like that is a that's that's happened to me before. Just like thanks for the sand in the eyes. Appreciate that.
0: Do you mean the free facial?
1: (laughs) Right in my eyeballs. Yes. Uh,
0: Don't set off fireworks in the middle of the night.
1: Yes, you pricks. There, what is that, though? That's young people shenanigans, or do you think that there's a fair amount of, like, grown-ass adults that do that, too?
0: I think it's a combination of young people and drunk people that think it's cool to do fireworks at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh, me, personally, I think you're an asshole if you you're, do that. You
1: are a big prick.
0: Don't assume it's fun to splash people. That includes cannonballs that splash outside of the pool. It includes the beach, water guns, and more. No splashing unless it's consented to. Yeah. I, is that a... I, I didn't know that that was something we needed to remind people of.
1: Yeah, that's, isn't that amazing? Isn't that something you do? You say that to your kids. You know what I mean? You say that to little kids, like, no, splashy, splashy. No, splashy, splashy is not something you should have to say to an adult, though. No, it's not. No. Those are
0: probably pretty good rules. I I didn't realize some of them, but I'll be uh, a little more cautious next time. The sunglasses
1: one, yeah. I could probably work on that just to make sure.
0: One more summer rule I'll add in there. If you're not a good golfer, stay on the bad golfer golf courses. Yeah. Uh, Don't hold everybody up. If you realize you're playing slow, that is totally fine. But you let the group behind you play through. That's all you have to do. Mm -hmm. You just wait. Let them tee off. And once they're far enough ahead, then you can go. You always let faster golfers go. I'm doing that as a public service for my buddies that golf because we're getting into that time of year and this particular weekend where people are like, oh, I'm terrible at golf and I don't play very often. Let's go golfing and ruin the day of people that do play regularly. That sort of thing. I'm trying to head that off at the pass.
1: Fair. I think that's a fair fair thing to say.
0: Did you a solid? uh, Last but certainly not least, one in 10 people will dump a first date if... It gets too competitive.
1: And competitive, how so?
0: <laughs> 13% of men said losing to a new partner was a massive passion killer for them. 9% of women said the same. But women are more likely than men to try to crush their first date in a game. So let's say, let's say, you decide, you know what? First date, let's do something fun. Let's go play some, some mini golf. If she beats him, he's actually pissed. Doesn't want another date. No, no, I don't want to go out with that person anymore. They lost. Their ego's bruised, so they're thinking, no, nah, I don't want to go back out. And almost as many women are the same way. Hey, maybe you guys decide to go axe throwing, and he gets inside the, uh, the ring before you do. You actually wouldn't go out on a date with him again because he beat you at axe throwing? That's one of the stupidest
1: things I've ever that heard. That is ridiculous. You got to think that there's more. There's no way you really like the person and this can happen. There's no way that you're like, hey, this person is the perfect person for me. So far, this date's going well. Oh, They beat me at mini golf, so fuck them. There's no way.
0: If you beat me at real golf, we might have an issue. Mini golf, that's just a cute, playful little thing. If you guys are going to an arcade yeah. and you're playing Mario Kart and they happen to beat you,
1: You'd actually dump them because they beat you. Isn't it kind how of how competitive in, are you? In in some cases, isn't it kind of like good to almost let the other person win? In some cases,
0: are, can, maybe can you do that? Because I do don't, that. I I don't have that in me. See,
1: that's the thing, right? You are a competitive person, and I've got plenty of those people in my life too who would say the exact same thing you just did. That's I'm why not? I've had way
0: more first dates than second dates. <laughs>
1: And I'm not, so I don't even think about that. Like if I knew, if I was on a first date and I knew that person might get pissy if they find that I'm good at something, I don't care. Like I really don't care. I will throw the competition out the window if I like the person enough. And if I don't, that would make it even better if I could win just to fucking piss them off, right? (laughs) Right?
0: (laughs) What's your drink of choice for Canada Day?
1: That's a great... Question and you gotta I, go
0: rye for Canada I, Day, I think right? So. I'm
1: thinking so, actually. That's that's why I was thinking uh, Crown Royal one is one of my go to go to's. And there's also what did I try recently? Seagrams, I want to say. Uh-huh. Anyway, rye is probably going to be it for Canada Day for me. Yes, I might do some beer. beer. I beer might in?
0: beer it up. Yeah. The problem with beer is I don't like many Canadian beers, so I feel like that's not really being all that patriotic. So
1: all right,
0: yeah, I might have to go with the rye, cat.
1: I think you should join the rye team.
0: I might be team rye.
1: Just be careful with that because beers, it tends to take a little longer to drink. It depends. Don't don't crush all the ryes at once, depending on what time you're starting. When you
0: say all the ryes, do you mean all of it in the house or just all <laughs> that are in front of me?
1: All that you're thinking about drinking. Like, don't put it all in front of you and yeah. be like, let's do this. It's 2 p.m. Because you won't make it to the nighttime. Yeah, you're right. If you're anything like me anyway.
0: Is that when your alter ego
1: comes out? That's when that's when Cassandra comes Cassandra likes Canada Day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll bet she does. She's very
1: patriotic.
0: It's a weird Canada Day because originally we thought, ah, crap, it's going to rain. There might not be fireworks. And then the forecast dropped down to like a 30% chance of rain. And we thought, oh, cool, they'll do fireworks. Now it's going to be really windy tomorrow. 50 kilometer an hour winds. So listen, before you go ahead and light off your fireworks in the backyard and such, ask yourself, which way is the wind blowing? And how many houses down do I figure that Roman candle's going to go before it lands on someone's roof? Yeah, it kind of worries me. It kind of worries me. I think this one's going to be a real fucking gong show really? this year. Yeah, you never know. The fire department's going to be getting calls like Air Canada's getting right now. Just nonstop. What the fuck? And, and it could be anything. Just fireworks going up in the air. And well, now they're now that they
1: belongs to my neighbor. We've been talking about drone shows too. They, are there, they come in and out. Different cities will host them. And in Waterloo, for example, near where we are they are doing a drone show for Canada day I think at a certain point that's gonna fu- you can't do that in the wind either you're gonna lose several drones to God knows where or so, or one could smoke someone in the face
0: right I mean it's a free drone weekend across Canada <laughs> it's raining drones have yourselves a great one everybody and uh, <laughs> be careful have fun we are off next week so there's not gonna be any episodes of after nine.
1: I know. I'm just giving Sorry. people a chance to get the... I know. We know, we know, <laughs> we, know we know, we know. Sob but, but, in there. But not one? No. No. We're on, We're ne- we, we're taking a break. We're taking a one-week break. And then we'll be back and better than ever.
0: The only thing that could make me come in here next week and do a podcast is if Doug Ford comes out... Be careful. ...and announces either he's putting restrictions in place now or uh-huh. that one of his daughters is marrying Peter Uni. <laughs> If he says either of those two things, we will be in here and there will be a new after nine. And it's probably going to be about seven hours long yeah. because I'm going to have a lot to say. We'll make it work. Other than that, have a great Canada Day, a great long weekend. Please, you know the rules, don't drink and drive. Yeah. We will see you on the Eleven. 11th. Eleven? All right.
1: Eleven.
0: Monday, July the 11th, it's a date with a brand new episode of After 9 coming your way. Bye,
1: guys.
0: The FCC has asked Apple and Google to remove TikTok from their app stores over national security concerns. Then Apple and Google saw how much money they were making off TikTok and told the FCC to go FCC themselves. <laughs> yeah, they claim China has been stealing sensitive user data through the app. Apparently they got suspicious when Chinese engineers started slapping each other with tortillas. <laughs> Nissan is recalling more than 300,000 pathfinders over a risk of the hoods flying open while people are driving. (laughs) Turns out Nissan was using the term pathfinder ironically. Pinterest announced that the company's CEO will be stepping down. The announcement was made on an adorable throw pillow. (laughs) New York Mayor Eric Adams announced this week that rat-proof trash cans will be installed around the city transforming New York from a city full of rats to a city full of angry, starving rats. (laughs) The After Nine podcast is powered by Tony Johal. Broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold, guaranteed, or he'll buy